Hey, it's Scott Orner, Cruise Consulting, and thanks for joining us on Founders and Friends for another awesome podcast. Let's give a quick shout out to the Cruise Consulting accounting team. We're very fortunate. We have a ton of people at Cruise who work on the monthly books for our clients and get them all set up, due diligence ready, rocking every month, answering all the clients' questions, making all those adjustments. And there's no better moment for a founder and for us, really, when founder says, hey, I think I'm going to get a term sheet. Are my books ready for diligence? And we get to say, yes, they are. Fire away. Send them over. Give them access. That is a great feeling. It's the feeling that lets us know we've done a job very well done. And nothing is better than watching that cash hit the bank account. So if you are a venture-backed startup, you're going out to fundraise, maybe check us out. Check us out at cruiseconsulting.com. We love what we do. At taping here, I think we have 575 clients. Clients raise over a billion dollars this year. So we know what we're doing. And hopefully we can help you be successful in your fundraise. All right, let's get to the podcast. Thanks. So when your troubles are mounting in tax or accounting, you go to Cruise from Founders and Friends. It's Cruise Consulting. Founders and Friends with your host, Scotty Orn. Welcome to Founders and Friends podcast with Scott Orn at Cruise Consulting. And today, my very special guest is Jason McKinney of Truffle Shuffle. Welcome, Jason. What is up, Scott? How are you doing today? Thank you for having me. Oh, of course. This is a very exciting one. We're, we work together, but I'm also a consumer of your product, and uh, I couldn't be more excited. Well, maybe tell everyone a little bit about Truffle Shuffle and, and your background, and then we'll talk about all the things that I will be using Truffle Shuffle for, which is super cool. Incredible, incredible. And so I can keep it kind of short short to start, but essentially I am a, a chef turned entrepreneur. And so I most recently was a chef at the French Laundry. And then I actually left and I cooked for a couple wealthy individuals, Peter Thiel, Sean Parker, uh, Johnny Ive for a little bit. And then while being a private chef, I had this crazy idea that if I could sell enough truffles, I could use the, the profits from that to open up my own restaurant. And so I in in between lunch and dinner, I started hustling truffles to restaurants in San Francisco. And then that grew very quickly in the first 90 days, we made over a hundred grand. And I was like, wait a second, this is, this is crazy. And we started 2018 and kind of kept hammering it. And when the pandemic hit, we pivoted and to start doing these virtual cooking experiences. And so we basically took the inventory truffles that we had and put them into little ingredient kit boxes and then started doing these, these live interactive cooking experiences. And that's grown from our first class. We did about 70 people to just recently we, uh, tallied all the numbers up and Truffles Truffles cooked with a quarter million people now. Oh my God. It kind of reminds me of the Airbnb story where they were selling like Obama O's to finance like the development of the website and things like that. So you were selling truffles to finance like this amazing virtual cooking service that you've now hit scale on, right? That's kind of it, right? Yeah. You know, it really was this kind of a, overall is this idea of like, why aren't chefs better business people, you know? So it was like, why do as a chef that we have to go and try to raise all this money from investors during the period of opening up a restaurant when you're trying to write the menu, teach the cooks. And so, you know, I went to Tyler, my business partner, and who was a sous chef at the laundry. And I was like, what if we started a business and we made that business very successful? And so the journey's just kind of trying to find what our right, our right niche is and right offering is. And we've landed on these virtual cooking experiences through the pandemic. And it's just been absolutely incredible. It's amazing. I'm so I'm scheduled to do one. We're recording this in uh, right before Christmas. 
in December. And I'm scheduled to do one in two days with my wife as her Christmas present. And I couldn't be more excited. But you talked about the the truffle, like hustling the truffles around San Francisco. Like we're not fancy people, but that is like something we really love. But it's actually hard to find, you know, at a restaurant, even in San Francisco, or it's like exorbitantly expensive. And so I, that was what I was originally drawn to with you guys. I was like, oh, I can get her a truffle for Christmas. And that's a big Christmas present. And then I was on the site and saw all the virtual cooking classes and that, but that's like, that's like the business now, right? Like you, you were, you had a, a, a crazy stat before we turned on the mics about like your adoption within the fortune 500. Do you want to share that? Yeah. So, you know, that very first class we did, we partnered with the battery in San Francisco and basically, oh, yeah. and I'm sure at some point I'll get in trouble for saying this. Um, but we, we, they reached out and they're like, Hey, would you guys want to do a virtual cooking class? And, you know, Scott, I mean, at, in the moment, like, I kept thinking about the end of the, the movie Blow, right? Where it starts with the kid sitting there, the parents arguing about money, and it ends with the parents arguing about money and his kid sitting there. And, you know, basically he just repeated his 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 same mistake. And, you know, my backstory <laughs> to that is I watched my dad build a successful business. My grandfather built a successful business. And I watched my dad literally lose everything in 2008. And so here I was kind of feeling like I had repeated the same mistakes that my dad did. Right. And the battery called and wanted to know if we do a virtual cooking experience and we needed something. We needed something to be able to sell the 20 pounds of truffles that we had. Otherwise, we we're going out of business. And oh, my God. So it's that close. Like you had to. That's what I tell like the cruise team is like oftentimes there's always a moment for every company we work with where they're close to going out of business and the founders are ingenious people and figure something out. So that was like the lever to help you offload those 20 pounds of truffles. 100%, you know, we had just signed a global deal with Whole Foods. And so we put all of our money into inventory for this rollout. And they, they wouldn't bring anything onto the stores because they were trying to figure out the pandemic. And then every restaurant we worked with that we had all this, all these accounts receivables with, they all shut down in the same day. And I had just hired three people. And so here we were 20 pounds of truffles, nowhere to sell them in a global pandemic. And oh my God, you know, I literally just got off a call with uh, one of the girls that I just brought into their team and her, her, her husband ran an entire restaurant group in Denver and got let go, no salary, you know? And, and she's like, are we going to get furloughed? And I said, I will do whatever it takes to make sure no one gets furloughed. And to be honest, I didn't know what furloughed meant at the time. I just knew we needed to make sure everyone <laughs> got a paycheck. Yeah. That's basically what it means. Keep the paychecks going. Oh my yeah. God. So the battery called you, you did the virtual, did you have, like, what did you use for like, do you zoom or what, how did you do everything? Like, what'd you, what'd you use? So basically they called and they're like, Hey, would you guys want to do a virtual cooking class, YouTube live? We'll send everyone a shopping list, but this is at the time where it was so hard to go to the grocery store. Right. So I was looking at these truffles and I'm like, well, what if we put a truffle into each ingredient kit and we'll use them like black truffle risotto. And they agreed to it. They said, make it private. Like, don't make it a publicly listed page, you know? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I said, okay. And I put it on the homepage of our website, right? And made it publicly listed so everyone could see it. And they sent an email about it and it just blew up. I mean, literally, we were sitting down with our accountant at the time. And as we're there, Shopify has that little thing that cha-chings every time you get an order. Yeah, yeah. So we're on the phone with our accountant trying to figure out what, like, what to do, what the triple P loan even means and it was like you're like wait a second i hear a noise in the background maybe i don't need to worry about the pvp loan so much and it literally just wouldn't stop wow that's amazing what a great story 
Did you, were you able to execute? Like it went pretty well and everything. I guess, it, I guess it had to have gone pretty well. If that's, that's the birthing point, but like, were there any curveballs when you're doing like a virtual cooking class or, or how, how do you experience it? I mean, there's a massive amount, you know, you're trying to get perishable ingredients to people on time to yeah. be ready for a cooking class that's going to happen. And so to answer your question about the stat, basically we did that class and, and it just, you know, it, they sent the email to everyone that was at home and ended up being our highest sales day. And we, I went back and looked at some of the first purchasers, right? Like the, the people that bought it first. And it was like uh, Tom Lee, who's a vice president now at, he was at LinkedIn. And then now he's at the one with the O, Larry Ellison. Oh, company, uh, Oracle. Hmm. Oracle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A vice president at Oracle, Doug Campbell-John, who just started Airspeed and got funded by Segoya, Susie Boeing, the granddaughter of the Boeing family and you know, the list just goes on. So there's all these incredible people that the battery helped bring uh, yeah. attention to for truffle shuffle. And we were a very, very small company at the time. That's amazing. That's amazing. And so all of a sudden your business just like went the, went virtual and like maybe walk people through like the experience online. Cause I I've actually gone through and purchased it and it's very easy to do. And I'm super excited about having our cooking class in a couple of days, but maybe just, just walk them through the experience. Yeah. So, you know, we're always doing our best to, to update it, really listen to what the consumers want to say. And so right now, basically we have myself, Tyler, my wife, Sarah, who does cocktail classes. And then we got a couple of other guest chefs and different chefs that come on and truly what we do and the difference between what we do and something like masterclass is that, uh, when you do an experience with us, one, you truly learn how to make that dish. And then two, it's an experience, right? So people go on and if there's anything you're looking to do, even if it's just a fun date night activity or like we have protege series classes where like we'll teach you knife skills, we'll teach you how to cut a fish, we'll teach you how to make oh, all the Julia Child cool. sauces. And then we send all the ingredients, right? So, you know, I have a, I love people, you know, like I just truly love people in general. And I, I always want to make sure that anytime we do anything, we just make it amazing for them where it's easy. Yeah. It's not going to create more problems. There's no arguments leading into it, that it's fun for the kids. It's fun for the family. So we literally sent everything, absolutely everything. And then I got a 24-7 hotline that you can call at any point and be like, I don't have this or what's up with this or how do I do this? And and then you get the experience and then you log on and then you get walked step by step through the dish in 90 minutes. And then you finish and you got a beautifully cooked dish, two portions, a cocktail, and then we do it, we actually do it with a group, right? So it's not a one-on experience. So you're cooking yeah. along with, it might be anywhere from 20 to a couple hundred people. And it actually makes it uh, funner, right? Oh, for sure. Well, there's probably like a lot of laughing or someone who spills the ingredients or things like that too. Also like for normal human beings like me, like I don't get to interact with a, a former French laundry chef very often in my life, let alone use the ingredients that you would use at a, at a place of that, that, you know, uh, pedigree. So that's, what's exciting for us too, is like the, get the whole combo, you know, like we, Vanessa and I went to, uh, her sister and brother-in-law took us to the French laundry for her 30th birthday. So you may have even been working there, you know, seven years ago. Um, and it's just this incredible experience, but like to be able in the company of someone like you and be guided by someone like you is, is really exciting. And, you know, a lot of people come and they think it's going to be really stuffy. They think it's going to be like, uh, and there are, you know, I, I have heard those cooking experiences like that. But what we do is we try to make it a lot of fun. And I, and I think it's a lot because we did, we had this necessity to figure something out. And so yeah. when everyone else was like, I don't do virtual, we were like, 
you know, we, I mean, we were there with, in our, in our kitchen with laptops and webcams. And I had, I had to buy bootleg webcams from people because you couldn't <laughs> find them anywhere. Yeah. You couldn't buy webcams during the pandemic. I remember that. Cause I needed one too. Oh my God. And one of the things that we do that, you know, even to this day, people still don't do that are trying to be in this virtual experience world is we, we run it low tech, high energy. And what I mean by that is a lot of people are like, okay, we're going to do virtual experiences. And they go out and buy these red cameras, these 4K cameras, and then they go broadcast on Zoom. And it's like, congratulations, Zoom downgrades all the video quality. Yeah, so what, yeah. what we do is we actually put a what we call a DJ, a digital jockey. So we have these guys that will produce the class along with you with the chef. So you can do little things like, all right, you want to season from as high as possible. And then we play the the heaven like sound effect where it's like, Oh, oh my God, that's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, I can't we'll, wait. We'll be like, all right, guys, get on up out there. And then we'll play James Brown, get on up. And then we'll spotlight people. And then at home, we'll have people across the nation standing on their kitchen counters, standing on their little stools in the kitchen. Kids get on the parent's shoulder. And that'll be like a little three-minute segment. And then we're back to the recipe. Oh, my God. I love it. Now, you also have a pretty cool setup because you, you're running like these all day long, right? So, like, how, how did you... How, how is the virtual kitchen set up like at your facilities? Yeah. So, you know, again, back to like just starting in the middle of the pandemic and just figuring it out. They're having no information out there to like go learn about any of this. Just constantly figuring it out. The one funny story I'll tell you is one of the first people that ever bought a class was Jim Scheinman, who was the first investor of Zoom. And well, the first one was just Facebook. And then he told me he called me directly and told me I had to use Zoom. And I said, <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> He's like, I can't be seen on Facebook. Come on. Yeah. He's just like, look, it's better, you know? And I'm like, okay. And I have no clue how Zoom works. So the next one we do on Zoom. And then he's texting me during the class being like, you have to, like, he's te he's telling me how to use the settings on Zoom to figure it out, to unmute people and yeah. things like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it's, we've grown a long way from there. And so now if anyone wants to ever, ever come by, we have VIP tours, just like you're at a three Michelin star restaurant at our, our headquarters right in the ghetto of Oakland. And we're about five minutes from the airport and we have a, we took over an old school noodle factory, right? 10,000 square feet. They shut down in the pandemic. We were massively growing. And so we moved in and we have an entire uh, assembly line and distribution center where we can ship out three to 5,000 kits a week right now. And then you walk outside and we actually have all these shipping containers stacked on top of each other. And each shipping conductor is hooked up with its own fiber optic internet, has a DJ, has a chef, has the studio kitchen built out. And then we have, uh, four cameras. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Hey, it's Scott Orn, and we're going to take a quick break from the podcast to give a shout out to the cruise tax team. Gosh, it's, it's so nice to have an in-house tax team. I can't even tell you. We have some really amazing professionals on the team. It's over, I think it's 13 people now. And we do everything from your federal state income tax return, state franchise tax filings, R&D tax credits. Those are pretty popular these days. And guess what? They're there for you when you go through diligence. A lot of people don't know this, but you actually go through tax diligence, not just operational kind of financial diligence, but you do go through tax diligence. So it's nice to have Vanessa Cruz on the phone with your VCs and with the accounting firm they hired to diligence all your stuff and the law firm they hired to diligence all your stuff. Vanessa knows what she's doing. She's done this a million times. 
And, uh, and not, it's not just Vanessa. We have a really great team of tax professionals that will do those calls too. It's, it's kind of sometimes the difference between getting around closed or having it take another two weeks because something was disorganized and the tax compliance wasn't done correctly. We hear those horror stories from clients that come to us. So, hey, if you want Cruz's tax team on your side, we're here for you. Check us out at cruiseconsulting.com. Thanks. Bye. The other thing that really caught my attention, we were we were just chatting before we turned on the re- recording here, is how empowering it is for charities to do fundraising through Shovel Shuffle. Do you want to share it a little bit? I, I have a nonprofit. I never thought about that. And we definitely need to do something next year. But maybe maybe have a couple examples of how uh, charity institutions are, are using Shuffle Shuffle to raise money. You know, it's it's been absolutely incredible, Scott. And we started this and we're like, hey, we just need to sell these shuffles. And then the after the first one we did, people are like, wow, hey, I could do this for my nonprofit or basically any anyone that had a need to wine and dine, whether it's their spouse, their kids, you know, obviously they're not whining their kids, but bring anyone together through food. People have started to use Shuffle Shuffle as the the platform for that. And so one of the things that's come up that I'm super proud of, and when 2008 hit, it completely took my family out. Foreclosure notice on the door. I started oh, working God. two jobs. And so, you know, and I was the recipient of getting a uh, a food donation as a, as a young kid, you know. And so I, I've been on a mission to be able to make sure that I could give back. And now this year, you know, Shuffle Shuffle will help raise about $3 million wow. in total. And then we directly worked with the Alameda County Community Food Bank, and we've donated 100,000 meals. And so the way that works and the way this has transpired, I'll give you one example is through, there's this lady, Laura, who has a nonprofit called Little Wishes, Nurse Laura. And basically what what, what she saw happening in the hospitals was kids would be terrified to go to the hospitals to get the, the treatment they needed to fight cancer or to fight these different diseases. And she started a nonprofit where every time they come to the hospital, they get a little wish. Might be a pair of Nike sneakers, might be a little video message from someone from Hamilton, might be, you know, things like that. And then the kids became excited to come back to the hospital to get the treatment they needed. And so she's been been doing this for about two years now. And she found Truffle Shuffle and asked if we could do a nonprofit event with her. And so basically we'll sell the ingredients to her at a set price and then she'll, you know, double or triple that. And then that's where She'll get kind of donations coming from there, give people an opportunity to donate even more. And then what I just started doing, right, they would give me kind of the number like, hey, we've raised $50,000 thus far. And in this, I'd be like, well, do you have a, do you have a donation link that people can still donate? And they yeah. would say yes. And then during the event, I would just start, I would, I would just keep hyping it up. I'd, I'd start it up and be like, all right, listen, I need to see everyone's wine collection. Okay. Pull out the two bottles you're going to drink for this event because I have found that the more that you drink, the more generous you will be, the better <laughs> this will be for everyone. That's very true. That's actually how like those like fancy fundraising dinners work too. They they def- definitely encourage that. That it also makes a ton of sense with you as the host and the DJ because that is like this you're you're the, this is the this is why I thought it was so cool is you're recreating like that same pure pressure but also fun energy. Yeah, that happens at like us, you know, like you go to like some dinner and everyone pays 250 bucks and that kind of thing. And then there's stuff auctions. That's really cool. I I think, I mean, you're, you have a lot of personality. I'm sure you know that, but having a DJ there too, to highlight those people and give them recognition and Mm -hmm. make the whole event fun along the way. 
Yeah. That, that, I love it. it. That's just adds so much to it. And so we'll like, if you donate, we'll see it come up on the feed and then we'll spotlight you and then cheers. And then I'll, I'll, I'll be like, all right, hit it up in the chat. Tell Scott, thank you. Who's next. Who's going to match Scott. What do we got out here? And, you know, just keep hyping it up all along the way. And then there's also something that happens when like, cause I'm the chef and I'm telling them how to make the dish. And so they're like part, I think part of the brand is like, okay, listen to the chef, listen to the chef. And then, I'm like, all right, so you want to stir the risotto, add a half cup of wine, and then you want to go ahead and put $1,000 into the link. <laughs> <laughs> and people are like, okay, all right. Honey, grab the credit card. All right. Boom, 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 boom. I love it. It's also like, I'm not sure, this is more of like a branding question for you, but did you have that? Like, I have such a positive association with truffles. Um, and maybe it's because like you can't find them everywhere or they're a high price point item or something. Was that part of your rationale or you just – you just happen to be selling truffles. And so like, walk me through the branding of the company. Yeah. So, you know, we started my, my wife takes credit for naming the company. And I honestly don't remember at the time, but if she says she did, she's right. It all really came from high, like, like restaurants would use the hashtag truffle shuffle whenever they posted about truffles. Yeah. And so I think a little bit was like, maybe they'll think those are our truffles or they use hashtag truffle shuffle. And then you know, we really love the Goonies and there's that section in the movie where the kid has to do the truffle shuffle to get in. I was going to ask you about that because the Goonies, I'm probably a little older than you, but the Goonies was like a seminal movie for me growing up and Chunk, the the kid, the, the chunky kid, they make him do the truffle shuffle dance. And so I was like, that's the first thing I thought of. But then I have like this, it's so it's fun and it, it's very kind of on brand for the way you're running the experiences. But I don't know, man, it just seems like it's, it seems like a great match, especially with like the corporate, you know, people who are doing it for business development or rewarding a team or something like that. Like it, just that having the truffle so tightly integrated and having the dishes be truffles is really exciting. Maybe I'm just a truffle fan. I might, I might just be a super fan. I don't know. Yeah. And so, you know, we love truffles and what is actually cool is Jeff B. Cohen, the guy that plays Chunk actually has done the classes and we have, no, that's amazing. Yeah, we have a signed thing from him hanging in each studio. And so going and so that's a cool little fun fact. But yeah, so thus far, Shuffle Shuffle works with 25% of the Fortune 500 companies to whether it's client facing events, team building events, helping them accomplish anything that they want to that they have actually a lot of them have told us directly that they they found doing it with Shuffle Shuffle one is more cost effective. And then two, it actually gets better results. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. You talked about like the, um, I forget what it's called, but it's like building your cooking skills stuff. Like you mentioned the knife skills and some other stuff. Can I put a request in for like a barbecue skills class? Cause I yeah. got a barbecue for my birthday and it's been winter. So I haven't really used it yet, but I'm super excited about come springtime. Like that would be an amazing, you know, like anywhere, anything from like the marinade to the barbecue sauce how to cook it, how to do the coals or natural get like, I would love a class on that. Yeah, you got it. I'll, we got a meeting on, on January 8th. I'll tell the team, we got to get that lined up. And that's part of going into next year. Uh, we got a new logo that's coming out where right now our logo has a truffle dog on it. We're dropping the dog, adding a chef hat. And that's, that's a great example of, you know, we want to move into the world of cuisine, right? And yeah. so we'll still have distance with truffles, but we want to be able to teach someone how to how to set up that bar barbecue perfectly, how to grill the chicken, how to make that brisket amazingly and not not have it to have to have the truffles. And that way we can also offer things at varying price points because a lot of our dishes are, are kind of on the high end right now, but we'd love to do things like 
uh, Apple Goulette class, right? That, you know, you, we can charge a little less for and, and really just bring that experience to people. Yeah. Oh, man, it's exciting. You really got something here. And I love how grassroots it is. And you you said something about yourself, which I could totally identify with about how you love people and you want people to have such a great experience. Because for us at Cruise, like we're, we're in similar businesses, like we're a service business. There's a lot of people interacting with other people and you really care about how the client or in your case, like the, the, the mini chefs, the, the newbie chefs mm -hmm. are doing. And I can, I can just feel it coming across the video. And I love that 24 by seven phone phone line that someone could call. Cause I, I, I told you before we started recording, like I actually got a notification from UPS that my stuff is coming for a couple of days from now. And I could totally see how people could have anxiety or maybe something's not there or whatever. So having like a phone number to call, and that's like just amazing customer service. And I really respect that. It's really well, thank you. And you know, what's cool is when you call that, you're actually talking to some of the top talent across the the US. So when the pandemic hit, we hired pretty much everything, everyone that we knew, you know, we were a team of six, today we're a team of about 50. And uh, about 50% of those people, you know, the guy in charge of our shipping was is Daniel, who used to be a sommelier of the French Laundry. Wow. I, Ivy, who runs our entire customer service team, she used to be a captain at, at Bennu. And then, you know, the guy running the kitchen right now used to be at Alinea. The girl that does all of our copy actually used to be an expediter down at Manresa and then helped David Kinch write a cookbook. And so we have all these all these people that we've been able to, to find a parallel in the restaurant world. And believe it or not, working at a high-end restaurant is actually excellent training ground for uh, keeping a startup successful. And, you know, this team... We went from four hundred thousand dollars in revenue in twenty nineteen to three point five million dollars in twenty twenty with pretty much no funding. Yeah. And well, you know what's crazy? Vanessa and I talk about this all the time because I worked as a waiter and a busboy in a bunch of restaurants growing up, and Vanessa was the same way. And that level of customer service and being face to face with the the customer in the restaurant really teaches you like how to interact with people how to handle different difficult situations, how to multitask and make sure you're getting everything done. So we always kind of joke that we love hiring people who work in the restaurant industry. And really there's no more difficult business probably in the world than running a restaurant. So you're right. Like it's probably restaurants one, startups number two as most difficult businesses in the world. So it's a real testament to what you've developed and the people you brought together. That I mean, and and you quoted the the 2020 numbers. I haven't looked at 2021, but I'm sure it's going to be a, a barn burner. So I'm super excited for you. Good good for you and good for the team who's made this happen. Well, thank you. And thanks, Scott. And we're super excited to have Cruz on. You know, it, I could tell just right off the bat, the, the, the email communications, the disciplines, everything like that, that you guys had something really special over there. And we brought you guys on and no one has dropped the ball and you know the 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 service that you guys offer has has only increased and that's uh, thanks man incredible that makes me feel so good and we've got the equivalent of your i mean we we're like you like yeah like some you know there might be a time where like an ingredient doesn't get shipped or something like that in the box or we're we're right there because i've also learned that like owning that and being you know quick to make things right is like the key to success too. So it's, thank you for the kind words. Really appreciate it. We gotta, we gotta be respectful of your time. So we're going to wrap up, but can you tell everyone, give the URL, give the quick, just reiterate the quick pitch. And I think the charity thing is a really great idea too. If you're someone out there um, who has a nonprofit or is affiliate nonprofit, and it's been tougher to get together with people 
and and we're taping this in late December where like the new COVID variant is starting to catch, you know, get its legs. So, you know, if you're a nonprofit, this could be a really great way for you to bring your advocates together and also have, let them have a great time and, and raise some money. I really can identify with that. Yeah. You know, so to reach, to find Trump Shuffle, Trump Shuffle Our Instagram handle is at Trump Shuffle underscore SF. And then anyone is welcome to email myself directly, Jason at Shuffle Shuffle SF.com. And any idea that you have to put an event together, right. For 20 to, you know, the largest event we did was 10,000 people. Wow. That's let crazy. Let us know. We, we will get it completely handled for you. We got an incredible team. Or if you're just looking for an awesome experience for yourself and, you know, someone else, your kids, a partner, whoever it is, then we have experiences ready to go on the website. And so we got a lot of awesome things coming up and really excited about it. Really excited to roll into 2022. That's great, Jason. Well, give my best to everyone at Shuffle Shuffle, and I can't wait to experience it. And uh, thank you for taking time to tell us about it. It's really, really cool. And while I have you here, I just want to shout out Jim and Brian at Cruise and let you know that they have been doing an awesome job. They're great. And we're very happy that they're with our team. And uh, all right, man, I can't wait. I'll see you on Thursday on video. Awesome. Yeah, it'll be really good. All right, buddy. Take care. Here. So when your troubles are mounting in tax or accounting, you go to Cruise. Founders and friends. Founders and friends with your host, Scotty Scotty Owen.